When I was going through grief, I thought I was going crazy. I struggled to breathe. I felt lost as my life was never going to be the same. In my mind, life was never going to be good again. I wasn't a mess. I was a hot mess. How then could I think that this debilitating grief would be over in a couple of months? And when it wasn't, I felt weak and pitiful and like I was failing at everything, including grief. I knew the stages of grief, but they did not help me walk through the daily life of grief. And this is what we're going to talk about today to help prepare you for what you're going through now and what you can hope for for your future. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house, and because the weather is still really, really nice, I am literally on the back porch, and I wish you were here with me. I don't know if you can hear the birds, but we finally have birds again. We moved about a month ago, maybe a little bit longer, and y'all know moving is not fun, but it is a beautiful place. It's kind of rural, but not, and I do hope you can hear these birds. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Korea, our spotlight country. And in the U.S., California, you remain as a st- Can you hear that truck? Oh my gosh. Okay, let's start again. Hello to everyone listening in Korea, our spotlight country. And in the U.S., California remains as a state with the most downloads this week. But North Carolina and Ohio remain right behind you. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you are in, you are not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there's a lot of new listeners each week, so welcome. And if that's you and you hear me talk about Monica, her faith, or her death, and you want some background or more information, then just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. In this podcast, we talk about understanding grief, processing daily life, and growing your faith. So if you're just starting your journey, please know that it will change. It will not always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often. This is not to say that you're going to stop missing your loved one because you never will, but you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. Okay, that's all you get for the birds because I know it's getting very windy and I don't want you to (laughs) to deal with that sound. 
in today's episode, I want to normalize what you're going through because in addition to flipping your world upside down, grief will confuse you about what you feel versus what is real. Most of the time, it'll feel like you're going crazy. And most of the time, what you are actually experiencing is just a part of grief. You'll feel like a mess. And here in the South, we add emphasis by saying hot mess. You'll feel like a hot mess more than you won't in your first year and maybe your second year. But it's because what you are dealing with is a full body, overwhelming and all encompassing experience. Let's look at some of the things you can expect as you walk through this journey. You may not want to hear some of these things, but having the truth will help you when you do go through your hardest moment. You'll know you're not crazy, and that all by itself brings hope. I had taken care of Monica for six months as she battled melanoma. I stopped working, and caretaking became my job. It was hard, but it was also an honor. I thought that was going to be the hardest thing I would ever have to go through. I was wrong. For the first time in my 43 years at that point, <laughs> I had an understanding of what it would feel like to lose my mind. And I'm not even trying to be funny. It felt like there was a line between sane and not sane. And I straddled that line daily. I had such a fear of falling into a black hole that I made myself do certain things on a daily basis as a kind of I'm still functioning in the real world kind of goal. My non-negotiable was taking a shower every day, no matter how long that task took. And let me tell you, some days it took all day to gather the strength and to care enough to take that shower because I had no idea that grief was a real thing and not just a sadness after loss. I had no idea what I was getting ready to walk through. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be more equipped with the certainty that you aren't going crazy, that grief just makes you feel like you are. I also want to give you practical actions to take that absolutely make a difference in your healing. So between today and the next episode, we're going to cover six important concepts to help you heal and to build a meaningful life down the road. Today, we'll talk about the first three. So let's start with the expectation of this pain being over quickly. It will not. It takes time. It takes time. Y'all, it takes time. It takes way longer than you think is normal. It takes longer than you may think you have strength for. And it takes longer than you feel is fair. You will miss your loved one forever and you will never get over it. But you will get through the grief you are experiencing now and you will learn to carry the loss in a way that allows you to continue to live a good and joyful life. Regardless of how impossible that sounds to you right now, I'm living proof that with God, it's possible. Second, staying in the bed or on the couch or in the house and wishing that tomorrow will be better than today is just not going to happen. It's so easy to give in because you're tired and overwhelmed. But each time you give in, it makes it easier to give in the next time. These non-actions can turn into new habits, which makes it harder to move forward a month from now. You have to push through 
to break through. This isn't glamorous. You have to push in the day-to-day things, taking a shower, eating healthy, moving your body, engaging with the world, talking with friends, and seeking help. None of these things come easy, but doing them makes a big difference in your today and your tomorrow. These are the things you have to do even when you don't feel like it, when you don't see improvement, and when you just want to give up. Third, you have to have patience. If grief is something harder than you have ever experienced in life, why is it that you think it should last a few months? I think I'm talking to a lot of you, but I'm certainly talking to how I was. You have to let go of timelines and arbitrary goal setting. This journey is completely new and different, and you can't figure it out or fix it. You just have to walk it with complete reliance on the Lord. Your friends are there for support and to love on you, but they are also human, so it is possible they will disappoint you at some point in this journey. Rely on God, the only reliable one. And while you're having patience with the process, have patience with yourself. You will be knocked down by waves, thrown in the pit with memories. You'll be confused that tears keep coming or that none have come. And it will frustrate you. It's going to make you think you're weak. Let me assure you that you are the very opposite of weak. You are a warrior because you keep getting up from those waves. You keep crawling out of the pit and you gain a little clarity on the healing power of tears. Allow yourself to just be without judging yourself. All right, so those are our first three. The next three will be covered in Thursday's episode and are specific to grief, of course, but can also be generalized to building your life after loss. Grief is a continuum rather than discrete phases of the story of your life. Now, the most important thing in moving forward and your journey works or the work of your journey this week, number one, Expect this to be the hardest thing you ever do. So when you have a good day, embrace it. But don't expect that to happen tomorrow. This will take longer than you imagine. If you like to write, start a journal so you can look back and see how far you've come when you are doubting your progress. Number two, you have to push through to break through. Even when you don't feel like it, even when you don't see changes from day to day, even when you want to give up. We need to place more value on the daily grind in grief. The little things you do daily, the push when you have nothing left, those are the ingredients of healing. Number three, you gotta have patience. If grief is something you have never experienced, then why do you think you know when it should be over or at least better? You need patience with the situation and patience with yourself. You are a patient, strong warrior, and you need to tell yourself that even when you don't feel it, because I'm here to tell you it's true. Now, here are some other ways for you to take action. Go to grieftograatday.com, and you can purchase the What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. I called it a workshop because I want you to understand there's work to be done. There are action steps towards your healing. If you're just starting your journey and you have no idea what to do, this workshop will guide and direct your next step. You will grow closer to God, even when it's hard to pray. You'll work towards acceptance, 
even if that word makes you angry right now. And you will know what to expect in your healing process. You can also join our private Facebook group where you'll be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it and encourage each other in a way that those in the world cannot. See, when you're a part of the group and you welcome a new member, that's taking action. That's serving others. That's getting you out of your pain for even just a minute to support and encourage someone else. So just go to the website, grieftograatday.com, and you can find both of those resources there. If you don't have a church, you can visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. You can also get the links to everything you need in the show notes. In the meantime, remember who holds your future. Know that you are not alone. And know that there are resources to help you. And just keep on coming back to the house. That's an action. Keep sitting wherever we're going to sit. <laughs> and keep taking those steps, however small or slow, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.